0: Luck and load. This is Steve Dace. The
1: Steve Dace Show. Happy Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in here today, live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio and podcast. I am Steve Dace. He is Todd Erzin. He is Aaron McIntyre. And you are you. And we have a jam packed show for you today. And let me tell you what I, I just don't have a lot of energy to discuss. Because like the vast majority of Americans, it's not that I'm lazy, Bob. It's that I just don't care. We have real problems right now. Last week was a phenomenal week for our side. But there's a couple of things on the docket here as soon as today that we'll discuss here after Aaron's montage that are civilization-shifting events and are going to impact a lot more families and people than whatever the hell went on with this hearing last night. And I'm pretty well connected. I've never heard the name Cassidy, whatever, in my entire life. I I don't... I don't... I don't care. I don't have a take. I don't care. I want this process to be about us, not about them. Um... I want it to be about we the people, not this the soap opera. I don't care. And I don't want to mislead you, so I'm just going to tell you right off the top. If you're here for my soap opera take, yes, I know that there's already Secret Service agents that went to NBC News of all places uh, to say they will testify under oath undermining to I, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. I'm old enough to remember when Robert Costa was National Review's chief political reporter and was in my studio and following me around Iowa all the time. And now he's on some network yesterday making Alexander Butterfield comparisons. This is just all a scam. Comprehensively, it's just all a show meant to distract. It's, it's, it is masterpiece theater. It's just meant to distract from the real issues here. That's it. That's all it is. And I'm kind of depressed, frankly, to see a lot of my peers just hop right in um, and play along. Why? Well, maybe that's the content you want. I don't know. I've never in my entire career have I ever tried to gauge what my audience wants to hear on the basis of what we talk about. I've always based it off of when am I the most interested in because that will then help me to present the most compelling content to you. And so maybe that's what you want. I don't know. But if it is, I just want you to know this will not be the show for you. I just want to tell you right off the top, this is me being gracious. I don't want you to get to the end and it never gets brought up and, you're, and you send me emails. We're like, why don't you talk about it? I don't care like i i i don't care like at all like nothing i'm dead inside i don't i don't care at all i couldn't be made to care i don't care at all at all that's why i won't get any further into it at all coming up at the bottom of the hour By Seller Hole. This is where you get to set the agenda on the show, and we will respond to what you send to us. The weekly prophet of woe and lamentation will join us, and you know that if I could care less, he cares even less than that. Uh, He will be joining us. This is the guy that says politics without the soap opera in the intro to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so america's favorite political actuarial uh, and the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation daniel horowitz will be joining us here uh towards the end of the program as well um if after a long day of fighting the culture war you want to kick up and enjoy a nice glass of red wine particularly here with grilling season upon us make sure you check out our friends over at bonner private wines this is uh this is todd's number one favorite partner we have right now on the show. And we all enjoy these wines. They're outstanding red wines grown at 9,000 feet deep in the Andes mountains. families that have been doing this for going on a second century now so this is how that was done the old-fashioned way and they're not loaded with chemicals and additives but they taste fantastic todd is your official bonner private wines taste tester and he'll sign off on on these wines and they also come with some of the best specials you'll ever get on imported wine this good half off the retail price and 50% or half off the shipping as well. So double the savings, half off the wine, half off the shipping as well. When you go to com slash Steve, that's BonnerPrivateWines.com slash Steve. And now it is time for Aaron's rundown of what happened
2: while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by a bombshell at the January 6th committee hearing.
3: I am here today not because I want to be. I am terrified. I am here because I believe it is my civic duty
1: to tell you what happened to me while Brett Kavanaugh and I were in high school.
2: Whoops, wrong clip.
4: And Al Gore won that election, I think he won it anyway. <laughs> Actually, I think I carried Florida. Bush versus Gore. A court took away a presidency.
2: Whoops, wrong clip again. It feels like if I had said it was a Muslim or a Mexican,
1: Or someone black, I feel like the doubters would have supported
2: me a lot much more. (sighs) I got it wrong again.
1: I agree with tens of millions of Americans
2: who are very worried that when they cast the ballot on an electronic voting machine, that there is no paper trail to
1: record that vote.
2: Man alive, I'm having a lot of trouble today. All right, it is official. You can
4: now buy James Comey's book, A Higher Loyalty. Comey describes Trump as having been obsessed with the prostitutes portion of the infamous dossier, raising it at least four times. Can you imagine me, hookers? I'm a germaphobe. There's no way I would let people pee on each other around me. No way. Very obsessed about something that supposedly doesn't
0: exist.
2: You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee and you can have the election stolen from you. You know what I'm gonna ask? Everyone is
4: wondering if one of those people was Brett Kavanaugh.
3: I cannot specifically say that he was one of the ones who assaulted me,
4: but before this happened to me at that party, I saw Brett Kavanaugh there, I saw Mark Judge there, and they were hanging about the area where I started to feel disoriented.
2: Moving on, former Jeffrey Epstein confidant Ghislaine Maxwell was sentenced yesterday to 20 years in federal prison for her role in the trafficking and sexual abuse of underage girls. According to Tom Elliott at Grabian Media, only one major Western TV network, Sky News, covered the sentencing hearing. Every other network covered yesterday's January 6th kangaroo court hearing. As many as 50 illegal aliens were found dead inside a tractor trailer in San Antonio, Texas, Earlier this week, after baking to death in the Texas heat, the victims of human traffickers and smugglers, 16 people were taken to the hospital. It's the latest tragedy of the Biden administration's border policy. In completely unrelated news, as soon as Thursday, up to 40,000 Army National Guard troops could get fired for refusing the COVID jab. Here's the latest chart from researcher Ian Miller, who says, "Quote: San Francisco has one of the world's highest vaccination rates, with 95 percent of the population vaccinated and." 72 percent boosted to go along with a public transit mask mandate, yet their current case rate would be the highest of any state in the country. Anthony Fauci said late last week he's feeling better with his bout of COVID after taking Pfizer's antiviral Paxlovid.
3: I'm still feeling really quite
2: fine. I, I think I'm an example, given my age, of what we're all talking about today. I'm vaccinated, I'm doubly boosted, and I believe if that were not the case, I very likely would not be talking to you, looking as well as I look, I think. In completely unrelated news, Anthony Fauci says he's experiencing a rebound in COVID symptoms after taking Pfizer's antiviral Paxlovid. Insider news headline, Gen Z reconsiders sex in the wake of a post-Roe world. This is leaked video of Disney's upcoming show, Baymax, aimed at children as young as two, which promotes the transgender flag and the idea that men can have periods. (laughs)
1: Excuse me, which of these products would you recommend?
2: Oh, um, well... These are the tampons I usually use. Thank you. I prefer pads. They're more comfortable for me. Thank you. I always get the ones with wings. Thank you. Get them scented and bleach-free if you can. Thank you. Yo, my daughter loves these. Thank you. These might be easier if it's her first period. Thank these you. are really environmentally friendly. That footage was obtained by Chris Ruffo at the Manhattan Institute. And finally, the devil, Satan himself, holds a press conference after his latest big loss.
4: We went out there, we we gave it our all. Uh, with fantastic offensive game, but ultimately the good guys and uh, and Justice Roberts came in clutch. Played a better game. So let's uh, let's take some questions. Uh, you, you there with the teeth, Satan? It seemed like you had it in the bag with Roe on lockdown for fifty years. What went wrong out there? Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you, thank you for the question. Um, you know, we gotta look on the bright side here. We, we put up some incredible numbers. Over 60 million PBAs, that's pre-born babies aborted for the layperson. It's an absolute world record. Uh, yeah, I can't take all the credit, though. This is a team sport, and uh, you got an incredible team. You know, you Got Planned Parenthood, Moloch, Nancy Pelosi. They all made this possible. It didn't go the way that we uh, wanted this time, but in the end, Still have a championship team of demons, devils, and democrats out there, and you know, there's always, uh, there's always next season. Excuse me, the devil, uh, what are your plans for the hell franchise going forward? Yeah. Excellent question. Uh, obviously, this is a rebuilding year for us. We're gonna, we're gonna build back better.
2: That's the Babylon B, and that's what happened while we were away.
1: Wow. <laughs> <Nuts>. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, this is a good segue into the, the newest cooler, and I forgot to bring it in with me today. Uh, the newest cooler that our friends over at Tyga Cooler sent me. So if you paid attention to my socials on April Fool's Day, I may have given you an unofficial potential sneak peek at some imaging for the nefarious film. And uh and and putting it out on April on April Fool's Day just to kind of test people's reaction was a good time to do it because since it's april fool's day people weren't sure if it was real or not right so i just kind of wanted to just see hey you know this is some of the imaging and stuff that branding we're looking at so give me some reaction and uh our friends over at tiger coolers they took that imaging and turned it into a customized cooler with lord nefarious on the cover it's Got the exact same color of green as uh, the color of the, as the cover of the book. It glows in the dark as well. I mean, it's just a really, really cool cooler. It's almost enough to get me to go out to a park in the heat just to just to see what it will look like. Almost, but it's still a very, very cool cooler they just they can customize just about anything there for you and if you're like i just really want a really good cooler they'll give you one of those too all right um well they won't give it to you but they will sell it to you for 10 percent off with the promo code steve as your discount code when you go to tigacoolers.com t-a-i-g-a tigacoolers.com and it's made in the usa employing actual americans like you Unlike almost every other cooler uh, product that has parts or its entirety made in China. All right. And they have the same value system you do. These guys are great. So enter the promo code, Steve, get 10% off when you go to taigacoolers.com. So let's go to the montage. And Aaron, I'm just going to say this flat out, man. That is the greatest, and this is high praise, okay? That's the greatest opening to a montage you have ever done. Ever done. I mean, that was you had no idea the mood I was in when I came in here today, what I was going oh, to I say was in at the, the top same of the mood. show. I knew what mood you were in. Oh, did I, you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I mean, it, it, it. it's like we coordinated that or planned it and we did not. Okay. Um, it's just, it's exhausting and I'm just beyond tired of it. I, I do think it should be, con- let me say one thing about this that no one is talking about. That I think there should be a conversation about. And now's the time to have these conversations. Now. Okay? I mean, if he runs again, and he will, if he wins, if he wins, whoever, him or DeSantis will be the nominee, and they will win the presidency more than likely, particularly if they're running against Biden or Kamala. Neither one of those has any shot to win. If they come up with somebody else, they could put their media machine provided there is some semblance of economic stability by that point in time. They could put their media machine to full use and maybe repackage or rebrand them. But anybody named Kamala Harris or Joe Biden is not going to win in 2024. So, overwhelmingly, the odds are either Ron DeSantis, who picked up Joe Rogan's endorsement. Did you see that now? Yeah. So, now he's got the richest man in the world and the guy with the number one show podcast in America now. Uh, backing him but it's still it's a slog to uh, to take down a king all right Um, it's I I think he's got more of a shot than I would have said even a couple of months ago but I mean I I still wouldn't um, say that it's even 50 50 maybe more like 25 30 percent odds right now that's higher though than I would have said a month ago but it'll be one of those two, more than likely, will be the next president of the United States. And so now is the time, we're not even to the primary portion of this yet, where we're not even to the point yet, like we will be, say, a year from now, where emotions are going to start getting heated and people will start retreating to their silos and get into their, that's my team, that's my quarterback mode, right? Okay. Um, so we're not to that point yet. So now is a great time to to bring this topic up, when maybe this is the most lucid and honest and objective we can be about it as possible. If there was a singular weakness in the Trump administration version 1.0, it was in the personnel in, in several key spots. Fair? Yeah. More than fair. Right. And one of the reasons that Trump had a difficulty in hiring good people is because, and, we, and this occurred on the campaign, that's why I had to go to you know past rejects like Paul Manafort, for example, Uh, A lot of the Republican machine, which, by the way, ended up helping him because a lot of the Republican machine is dreck. (laughs) All right. But a lot of the Republican professional political class thought he had no shot to win. And so they didn't want that stain on their resumes for the future. So they just kind of set it out. And Trump and the family had to essentially kind of piecemeal an organization uh, together on the fly. It had its weaknesses like they were on Craigslist. Remember that website? They were on Craigslist in Florida. Advertising for vote canvassers like three days before the election in 2016. That's. For those of you that don't know what that means because you're not involved in the nuts and bolts of politics. That's like doing tryouts for your quarterback during the week leading up to the Super Bowl. Hey, we're not sure who's starting the game. I mean, you don't want that. But. But here's where it did benefit Trump is he didn't have people pestering him all the time about messaging and what to say and just kind of let it rip. And that's typically when he tends to be at his best. Um, So from a political pugilistic standpoint. So it had its benefits and it had its drawbacks. Okay. Then you get in the White House and how do you staff it? And you think and they did something actually very smart. They thought, you know what? We've got this massive think tank down the street here from the White House in this beautiful building with a multi-million dollar endowment called the Heritage Foundation. Why don't we just drain this, you know, fifteen-floor building? Have you ever been there? It's gorgeous. I've been there, spoken there. Uh, why don't we just blame? Why don't we just drain this multi-floor building of its talent and stock our administration with? Because these are going to be our true believers, right? Mm-hmm. And they ended up hiring people that I once uh, did an event for. And she was the, my point at heritage for this event uh, that I did, a, a retreat in a posh resort in Maryland. Uh, and the woman's name was Alyssa Farah. That name sound familiar at all? Yeah. Joseph Farah's daughter from World Net Daily. Yeah, she's the one that's been trying to audition for, um, you know, uh, the, the, a spot on The View for a year, basically. Okay. Yeah, she was the point person. Um, for me, when I did a retreat for Heritage back pre Trump, I think it was the spring or summer of 2016, actually, before he got elected. She was the point person for Heritage. And so you end up, and you think that these people are going to be good. Well, some of them were. And then some of them were just, you know, swamp creatures. I mean, we're only a few years uh, you know, away from when Heritage Foundation came out with a white paper praising Romney for the individual mandate in Romney care, because anything in Washington can be bought it's just a matter of what's the right price. Even a Heritage Foundation. And so, here's a question I think we need to start asking ourselves. Where's the staff coming from for Trump in a second administration? And I think that's straight up a question that needs to be asked. Because a lot of the people that we would want him to put in that administration aren't going to be people that have, the, that have the cash reserves to afford a 1000 to $1,500 an hour attorney in Washington, D.C., or because of some partisan witch hunt by the DA of New York. The minute they become... I mean, after this woman's testimony yesterday, I'm just telling you right now. Pompeo, all kinds of people are getting subpoenaed now. Watch. Watch. And you got to ask yourself, how many people that aren't swamp creatures, meaning they're not Elaine Chao, Mitch McConnell's wife... They're not the McConnells who have tripled their personal wealth somehow by being in government for this long. You know, because most of Washington is the Aaron Burr school of government. Government exists to line my pockets. So, and oh, Anthro and throw in, he'll be a lame duck. At least you can maybe say, all right, man, I'll go in there, get my book, you know, I'll put up with it for a couple of years, you know, get my book deal and not stick around for the second term. You're not even operating on your timetable now, your ambition timetable. The clock already begins the minute you take this job. So he's a lame duck. And, you know, based on all these precedents that you're looking at thousands of dollars of billable hours in attorney fees. I'll just tell you the kinds of people, dude, Peter Navarro is not Poor. He can't afford it. He's doing a legal defense fund. And what did he do? He stood next to Trump like, you know, for four years. That's what he did. He stood next to him. So, I mean, this is the new precedent now. And now maybe some will say, well, they'll just do this as a new precedent to anybody you throw up there. That possibility does exist. But that would at least be a theoretical possibility, right? Mm -hmm. We have a factual one that it's a possibility here. If at any point in time you hold a senior, administ- a senior position in this administration that did not involve betraying President Trump when he held the presidency, you're facing some form of a subpoena from a DA in New York or a tribunal of some sort in Washington, D.C. And those are not cheap. Not a lot of people can afford that. And so a lot of the people that we would want to, regular people who are smart, that we would like to fulfill these, you know, influential positions within a Trump administration. They're going to have to make life choices, man. And he's a lame duck. So, you know, it's not like he's going to be around here for a long time to pardon me and protect me or what have you. Or they just come after me after he leaves the White House, so he couldn't pardon me anyway. He's gone. I promise you. Those are things that, you, that, that many of you in our audience aren't thinking about because you're not working professionally in this business. I absolutely promise you, though, amongst the professional people, they are having those conversations. And if you had a hard time doing it, coming up with a credible staff before to carry out your edicts, what's it look like in the future? And then there's your lame duck the minute you take over because you have to be a one-termer constitutionally. I just think those are conversations that are much more worthwhile to have than whatever the hell is going on there with this hearing that no one cares about. And no one should. Because it, inf- it, it literally impacts no one's lives except the actual cast of the production. No one is impacted by this except the cast of the production, the people, the players on the scorecard. They're the only ones, They're the only ones who are directly impacted by this. The other 99.999999999% of the country not impacted at all, whatsoever, but are about to be impacted by what's coming down. Something wicked this way comes this week. You just heard the devil there say, hey, you know, it's a rebuilding year. We've got to build back better. Here's how the empire strikes back. Both these events could happen today, actually. The U.S. military could violate its own uniform code of military justice and purge tens of thousands of patriots from its ranks because they refused to get a vaccine that is an experimental injection, not fully authorized, which is a complete violation of their own code, which is why there was that win when this actually came up in the naval trial about a month ago, which we featured on the show at the time. And and that could happen the same day. That the FDA decides that it doesn't even have to do control groups anymore and provide you data on true clinical trials with COVID jabs any longer. And the control group will actually be how the COVID jabs performed against themselves against previous variants. What does that mean, Steve? It means there won't be any control groups. It's like putting up a study that says, how much do you like Steve Dace? And we go find a sample of people who really like Steve Dace right now. And we put them together against people who ha- really liked Steve Dace for a long time. And we come back and we've got a f- it's peer-reviewed study, guys. And the study shows everybody likes Steve Dace. One group likes him right now. <clears throat> One group love you long time. And would you know... I I peer-reviewed it. I gave it to you to look over the data, right, Todd? You looked it over? Aaron, you checked it? It's
2: peer-reviewed. It's got electrolytes.
1: Yes, thank you. Everybody likes me. Sold to the man in the cold sweat. Now that, that is civilization-shifting stuff. Banana Republic-level purging of the military to get rid of as many patriots as possible. So that as many comply, see, because when these people leave, let me tell you who's left. The vast majority of the people left are the ones that, when you grab your guns to defend your rights, when it goes, when it gets to that point, they are the ones that will grab the tanks and say, "We were just following orders." That's the point of this. The ones who would say, "I, "I, I wouldn't fire on my own countrymen. I would never do that," they're the ones most likely to be purged here this week the ones most likely to say, if only you would have listened. Clip. That's who will remain. That's the point, folks. Do you you think the Pentagon is unaware of the fact that they're violating the UCMJ? (laughs) Come on. Were popes before this current one Catholic. Of course, of course they, know. they know this but this that's the point this is a litmus test they're finding out who is fully compliant will go all the way with the level of compliance that the new totalitarians will demand and that and those who will not you've outed yourself you will be purged because in a society in the total state the highest virtue is compliance compliance is the highest virtue. And at the same time that this is going to occur, and maybe the exact same day, today, the FDA is going to decide that it doesn't even have to truly pretend to control group test the latest magic potions from your pharmaceutical betters. But sure, sure. Let's just waste all our damn time on an absolute nothing burger. Like we've done the last twenty-four hours, gentlemen, your
0: thoughts. You know, it's I'm just I'm preparing for the moment, and it's not very far away, where they're gonna come and uh, knock on my door, and it's gonna be time to uh, just haul the family out, roll up your sleeves, take all the jabs that you've been ignoring. I, based on everything steve just said why do you think that's not going to happen and neighbors some neighbors are going to be cheering you know i'm i'm just kind of resigned to it at this point i'm going to fight like hell as long as i possibly can but you're watching your military be hollowed out and you don't have any questions and, and you don't care You are watching... January 6th is not in isolation. Look at the protests that are going on right now about Roe. Look at Drag Screen Story Hour. They're proposing legislation, though. They're not holding hearings about what's wrong with that. They're proposing legislation to make... add trans rights to civil rights. Um... I'm speechless. I, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. Our country is w- w- burning to the ground, and it's, it's that scene from uh, it, Thunderous Applause, right? From Padme.
2: The point of all of this is that at the end of the day, Z and Zur will have all the rights, and those who don't know what that means will have none.
1: Hmm. Imagine if we pushed this f- hard for the Ghislaine Maxwell client list. There's another. But, Nah. we got a soap opera to feed. All right, back here on the Steep Days show. An Arizona real estate agent recently found out the hard way that home title theft is a real thing when she found got surprised one day when she went to the old MLS <laughs> and found her own house was being listed, except uh, she wasn't the one listing it. She wasn't selling her home. She was a victim of home title f- fraud. And this is what they do at Home Title Lock. It's a crime that can be incredibly profitable, but also hard to detect until long after it occurs because the identity thief simply creates a fake title transfer for your home, refiles as the new owner. A lot of this stuff is all kept online, including our deeds. The only thing that proves we even own the home. Uh, and then they, they can start taking out loans against your home, where in the case of this realtor, they can even start selling it. Uh, typically, your homeowner's insurance and your even your mortgage lender can't protect you. But this is what Home Title Lock does. They put a virtual barrier around your home's title to mobilize uh, the minute they detect anything nefarious happening there. Uh, register your address at HomeTitleLock.com. Find out for free if you're already a victim and don't know it. And then while you're there... Sign up to get 30 free days of protection at HometitleLock.com. That's HometitleLock.com. All right, it's time for Buy, Seller, Hold. It's our weekly game of fun and frivolity where Aaron, or Buy, Seller, Lindsay, I should say, where Aaron uh, will uh, give us Todd that he has selected from the audience. A series of statements, predictions, lists, etc. No topic is off limits, and you and I will decide: Are we buying this? Are we selling this? We do not know what is coming in advance, so we get blindsided with it, and, and we that way you get our instant uh, reaction to it. And then once per episode, we are permitted to use a hold, but if you use it for any reason other than that was so lame, how did it ever make it on the air? You have to hold Lindsey
2: Graham. All right, are we ready?
0: We're clear. clear.
2: If I forget to put the biasell Lindsey Graham uh, graphic up for one more week, I'm going to have to do whatever. You're going to have to hold Lindsey. Yes, indeed. We'll start with Brad Bingham, who says the book of Eli, though not a Christian film, depicts a more biblical worldview than any movie made this century save Passion of the Christ. Funny, I just actually watched this
1: movie again a few months ago because I've been contemplating coming up with a list of films. And I, I was going to do it this summer. And then all of Noah's off-season football conditioning was at 7 a.m. And so he's like going to bed early to make sure he's up and ready for that. So we, I haven't done it yet. But I was contemplating this summer putting together a list of movies that every, every young man has to see. And I was going to actually put that movie on it. All right? And so uh, we actually just watched it, him and I did together just a few months ago. I hadn't seen it in several years. Have you ever seen it before? Oh, it's great. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. And um I'm gonna sell because I, I I think I could probably come up with something else. You know, I think for example, I mean we've had this conversation ten million times, so we'd have to do it again. I, I think for example, the first Wonder Woman movie is one of the most biblically biblically worldview um correct movies I've ever seen, or or certainly in mainstream Hollywood and that was this century as well so I'm gonna sell but I love this movie it is a tremendous movie and I'm totally okay if that's your take on it
0: as am I so I will buy
2: moving on we'll go next to Mark Malinovsky who says Russia is on the edge of demographic uh, demographic collapse because of that they're trying to move their borders to more defensible positions like they would throughout their history as a Russian empire What's you the buy, seller the last, last uh, the last, the war could escalate to nuclear after Ukraine because NATO states are next. I'll um, let you go first.
0: Sell, there's seems to be a little too many. Yeah, I just
2: wanted moving to buy pieces. Buy this, on that first part.
0: And the demographic collapse, so that, that, if, if that's true, and it might be, that also applies to a lot of the world. Uh, the Basically world, everywhere like, other than the third the world, the Western world, I is, meant to is, say, yes. yeah, yeah, particularly
1: in the Western yes. world, is in a demographic winter and so, has been for like a decade plus. So
0: it being unique, not a uniquely Russian problem vis-a-vis the West, I don't know why they then have all these other chess pieces in motion. So I gotta sell. <sighs> I I
1: <laughs> this whole thing is so intellectually dishonest when i say that by the way i don't mean mark your proposition okay i will i'll buy your proposition just because i think even if i don't agree necessarily with all of it i think you've made an earnest attempt to connect dots and critically think here and so so let me do that because i realize wait people are gonna think i'm dissing mark and i'm not all right so i this you're trying to smartly think this through okay all right so Period. Moving on. Yes. Okay. All right. So, turning away now to it. To, uh, same topic, but different variation. This whole thing is among the 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 least intellectually honest issues I've encountered in my career. This is even this. It's not as systemically threatening, obviously, as COVID was and is, and nothing in our lifetimes, frankly, has been. This is the great COVID launched the greatest attack on, on our own soil against our liberties since Pearl Harbor. But there was at least like a real virus. There was at least a novel, a real novel coronavirus. Now, when it arrived, 2018, 2019, okay? Looking at the data, when it arrived who knows okay who knows but it at least existed how it arrived leak from a lab uh bioweapon those are your only two options if you have a brain cell left we don't really we don't fully know but it, this at least it, it existed and so there was at least some impetus to launch all of the fraud associated with it. You see where I'm going? hmm This entire conversation in and of itself around this issue with Russia and Ukraine is in and of itself fraudulent. The whole thing's a fraud. It's a, corrupt, it's, it's, it's a corruptocracy versus a thugocracy, first of all. And we're playing this thing out like it's the Spanish Civil War, where we're going to go ahead and use this as the proxy to test out our new, uh, you know, our, our, our new military deployments for the coming next global conflict. It's, it's a country that we still don't know how to spell the capital or how many whys are in its leader's name. NATO includes Irwin. Turkey. Turkey's in NATO. Why? What? What what do you have in common with Turkey? They're defenders of. I like Turkey. Other than Thanksgiving's fun. (laughs) What? What? What do you have in common with that? With them?
2: I heard Turkey's got electrolytes.
0: Some of the earliest Christian churches are in Turkey. Were yes. What happened to Were. them?
1: Uh, they ran into some of Irwin's ancestors. That's what happened. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I just it was. It's an organization, NATO, founded to fight communism, right? The Soviet bloc, correct? Yes. What ideology is being implemented into the framework of the vast majority of Western democracies as we speak.
0: Yeah, Hydra. That one.
1: God, it's so dumb. Uh, I so dumb. There's there 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 is no moral high ground here at all. None. There they're just there there is there. There's at least with COVID, I could go to other countries and get real yeah. data there's this is there is this place this issue has no truth in it everything you've been told about it is a lie there were never molotov throwing grandmother cock, cocktail throwing grandmothers to ted cruz just cited three weeks ago that never existed snake island never existed they were never winning they were never gonna win the whole thing's a lie. i have a poster of the ghost of kiev on my wall steve the whole thing everything's a lie Putin's a liar, Zelensky's a liar, the whole thing is a lie. Because the lie is the point. Because the lie is the point. That's right. There is, there is no, I don't know how anyone who is really trying to think this through can have any defined position on this on either side. Because I don't even know what are the sides. What are the sides? What is the point? We can't show weakness to China, so we're going to be the sole funder of a resistance that will lose, which will then show weakness to China. Um, we, we can't afford to let Putin rebuild the former Soviet Union, but we also recognize that, that that apparently we don't really believe that's what he's trying to do because we all recognize that, it's, that there's no political justification for putting American troops on the ground there. Otherwise, they would, already, they would have already done it, right? Everything you're being told is contradictory, is self-reputing, or refuting, I should say. There there, there is nothing objectively true other than there is a person who invaded Ukraine named Vladimir Putin. And then we know that. We know that. That is literally the only objective thing we know. There's all these great interpret, all these massive documentaries and interpretations of Ukrainian history. Hell, I don't know how many of them are true. I watched the Oliver Stone one, and the, but the dude is interviewing Vladimir Putin as the hero of the story, which kind of lost me. There, there is zero truth in this anywhere, anywhere to be found. And the NATO nations are so concerned about a reformed Soviet Union, they all voluntarily decided to import that ideology into the framework of their own democracies. Putin's out giving speeches where he's basically quoting the Declaration of Independence. There's nothing true. Nothing is true in this entire story Other than Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine and the truth starts and it ends there. Nothing else is
0: true. Nothing else is. But keep funding it anyway. Can you imagine if on July 4th Putin does start reading the Declaration of Independence?
1: Remember the reaction I had that night at the Democratic Convention when they passed out constitutions? It's going to be like that. That level of lit. I will lose my freaking mind. What's the
0: over under on that happening?
1: When Putin steps forward to say, I'm here to fight against woke vulture socialism invading Western democracies and an attempt to import the former Soviet bloc's failed ideology into the frameworks of their own countries. Wow. When that happens, dude, when that happens, look up your salvation is nigh that's war of gog and magog kind of stuff we're about 5 minutes away from that the whole damn thing's a lie the whole thing is a lie the whole thing's a lie germany and france just got half their natural gas cut by putin and macron is like favorably quoting putin yesterday yeah you know we talked and he said he doesn't really want to come to the peace tables anyway how you doing joe Nothing's true. I've never seen anything in my career that had less truth in it than this story. There's literally nothing true. Nothing else is true. We don't know what's true. We don't even know. And most of us still couldn't even find this damn country on a map.
2: Well said. Um, Going back to the question about demographics. I I had this prediction on the Dace Group a a couple of weeks ago that it'll be harder to get an abortion to kill your baby in China, than it will be in much of the United States in the next five to ten years. Buy, sell, or hold. Oh, buy. They're so they're they're they are evil, but they're also a technocracy, which yes. means they're very easy. They need numbers. Yeah, they need. Very they're, they're easy good. to uh, predict. China and Shanghai,
1: in particular, the most prosperous city in China, I think, have the highest lowest birth rates in the world right now. So they've they've got they've got you know worker bees to replenish. You sure. bet. You you want to know where the Handmaid's Tale is going to take place? Oh. Over there, that's where that's going to happen. You're gonna they're going to go from only aborting women for population control to None. demanding yeah. demanding yeah. women have more children because they're running out of uh, yep. uh, new uh, plebeians. Yes, you bet.
2: Next up, we'll go to Gladly Fringe, who says Roe being overturned officially turns Trump v. Desantis into a wild card heavyweight brought uh, bought for uh, brought for the Republican nomination. Unlike Anything we've seen in our lifetime. I got a ton of Trump DeSantis submissions this week. So Do we have more other than this? Mm, at least a couple more. Okay. Because then
1: I will give a very narrow answer, not knowing if those other couple are. I will buy. I, I I will buy. These are two larger than life figures. Um, two massive egos and their egos are different. Trump's ego is driven by personal accomplishment uh, Desantis's ego is driven by ideological significance and accomplishment, so they they complement and and clash in that area. Um, I, I I you're going to literally go hour to hour on Fox News. You're going to see Tucker Carlson be a super pack for Desantis, while while Hannity is you know is, is an ongoing perpetual one for Trump. I mean, I think you are looking at um, a Titanic fight. I do. I agree. Well,
0: I am selling, and I'm keeping it narrowly tailored, too. You're implying that Roe, and I think because of the three judges, and I mean, even on this show, we said thank you to Donald Trump, that this is why he would go forward. And again, I'm selling because, as I said, I believe last week, Trump, his decision to go forward hinges only on, uh, primary, not only, primarily on his desire for schadenfreude. He wants revenge. He wants to see everybody suffer for getting it in. Roe may add or subtract to that, but that is primary.
2: Next, Trumpet Tiger says, with the demise of Roe and the integral part of uh, the, the integral part that RBG played, the left will start asking Democrat nominated Supreme Court hopefuls to commit to retirement under a Democratic president in confirmation hearings. Oh,
1: I could see like a, I don't even know if she's on a judiciary committee, but dude, you, you couldn't see Maisie Hirano asking a question like that.
2: Oh, would you commit easy. to,
1: uh, you know, uh, yeah, I could absolutely sure. see that. Sure. Bye. Yeah. I, I could buy that
2: for sure. All right. That's it for this hour.
1: All right. We will have more buy seller hold coming your way here after the top of the hour. Uh, we will also talk, uh, with the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation, Daniel Horowitz, man, I wish I could tell you what we are working on. Because we are getting close to the finish line of this project and we're going to be able to announce it here in a few months. I wish I could tell you what we were working on because it is going to blow your mind when you get a chance. You know what we're working on. Oh, I know. Yeah. But you'll just have to settle for more buy seller hold when we come back. With hour two live and on demand, you're on Blaze TV radio and podcast. Steve Dace with Aaron McIntyre Todd and, and all of you. Some housekeeping items to take care of here uh, to start off hour two. First of all, let us know what you think about what we think by emailing the show, Steve at SteveDace.com. That's D E A C E. You can like us on Facebook, we Parlor. Is anybody still on Parlor, by the way? What? Because my Parlor account is Tumbleweeds. Just in case somebody still is, we're still posting there. So, me, we parlor gab, and you can also follow me at Steve Day Show on Twitter, Getter, TikTok, and also Instagram. Speaking of those latter two, remember we hired a, almost a month ago my oldest daughter to oversee our new TikTok and Instagram accounts. She has written her very first piece for the Blaze. It was just published this morning, and it turns out I didn't know this till I read her article yesterday. I didn't know that Drag Queen Storytime Hour was like an entire national organization. It's got a, the minimum, the minimum donation you give is 25 bucks. That's the minimum donation it takes. It's in 26 states, over half of them. 14 of those states are red states, including like Nebraska. It's a I blessing mean, of liberty, Steve. It, David I, French said indeed. so. Indeed. I mean, this, this is, there's a lot more going on pushing this than just organic, you know, demonstrations of total depravity. So congratulations to my oldest daughter, Anna, for her piece up on The Blaze right now, which you can read over at TheBlaze.com. You can also, if you are a podcast listener, leave us a five-star review. If you have a question that you would like us to consider for an upcoming Ask Me Anything, put your question within your five-star review and your question will go to the front of the line. Thanks to all of you that have given us five-star reviews already. We have gotten thousands. We thank you for each and every one. And please also don't forget to hit the subscribe and follow button as well tomorrow we will not be here tomorrow we are going to be doing the Glenn Beck show tomorrow instead so we will be filling in uh, those of you that want a three-hour show you'll get your wish tomorrow it just will be during a different time slot we are filling in for the Hall of Famer Glenn Beck tomorrow from 9 to noon Eastern tomorrow morning and tomorrow will be our annual Independence Day show So we do this every single year leading up to the 4th of July. Tomorrow will be our annual Independence Day show, but we're going to do it for the Glenn Beck audience. And we're going to do it a little differently this year. We're going to look at the state of independence in America, past, present, and future. Where did our independence come from? We'll look at that in the first hour. We'll look at the state, the current state of independence in America in the second hour And then we will look at the future of independence in America and maybe a certain founding father will show up warning us about an ominous future to come. That may happen tomorrow as well. So again, reminder, mark it down. We're filling in for Glenn Beck tomorrow. So there will not be a brand new original Steve Day show tomorrow. We're filling in for Beck instead. And then we will be back on Friday as scheduled with the Dace Group and Feedback Friday leading into the three-day holiday weekend. All right, let's get to part two of Buy, Seller Hold, brought to you by Patriot Mobile. So seldom these days can we align our money with our values when it comes to corporate America. That's why when the opportunity does present itself, take full advantage of it in one place that it does is a place that we all kind of need to utilize these days hard to thrive in modern america without a mobile phone and that's where patriot mobile comes in you'll get the same network coverage you get from everybody else because they all pretty much use the same networks Uh, but you'll this time be giving your money directly to a company that doesn't hate you and isn't trying to undermine your values and they've got a phenomenal customer service team that'll make the switch as seamless as possible i know our family put it off for a long time too we finally made the switch last fall and they did a phenomenal job for us so if you're a veteran or first responder let them know when you make the switch they'll give you more savings as a way of saying thank you for your service for the rest of you just use my name steve as your promo code to get a free activation when you go to patriotmobile.com slash steve again that's patriotmobile.com slash steve or you can call them at 972 patriot
2: Let's go next to Jeff Kuzner, the benign, innocent explanation. Now, I don't know if this is benign or innocent, but I thought it was interesting. The benign, innocent explanation for Hunter Biden involved with Ukraine is, if we go down, meaning Ukraine, then Joe, you go down.
1: Meaning this is all just being done to cover up? Yeah. Uh, you know, some form of grift yep. la- laundering scheme?
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, specifically protecting the Bidens.
1: I mean, okay, but here's the thing. Well, I was gonna say, why does the rest of the EU care? It actually doesn't, because we're we're essentially funding the Ukrainian resistance ourselves. Okay, uh, I think it's something like 89 percent or something of the foreign money invested into Ukraine's defense has come from us. It's a it's an exceedingly high number. Like no one's even close. We're we're almost unilaterally funding this. So. Okay, yeah. but, but here, you know what? I'm going to sell. Here's why I will sell. I think you're, you have a plausible hypothesis, but I'm going to sell on the grounds that if they, were, if they were capable of this level of thought, their political fortunes would look a lot better right now. <laughs> yeah. Next. Anybody you're, have anything uh, no, else to... Uh,
0: no, I'm buying because the, the spirit of the age overcomes all thought. That, too. That's a good answer, too. Yeah.
2: Uh, Politeracy says, if the right people got in Trump's ear and DeSantis gave Trump his word that he'd do everything in his power to vindicate him by exposing the 2020 steal, Trump would step aside and endorse DeSantis and continue to hold rallies to keep the MAGA base stoked until November of 2024.
0: So. So. Yeah. Guys. So. (laughs)
1: I'm just going to sell because I don't want to yeah. be mean Sell. So. anything now, else now
0: some version of that may end up happening but to see you, to see it and write it as if a logical tumbling of dominoes and reading the future can't do it can't do it I, I just
1: I need to know because the way that this is worded, the individual who offered this submission is obviously not unintelligent. Fair? Right. So why are smart people even allowing themselves to craft such a fairy tale? Because they wanted this, this answer.
2: What's that? Because they wanted this answer, maybe. Oh, you think we're being <laughs> that, that trolled? Could, it could be. All right, if that, dude, if that, if that is, it worked. You got me.
1: Okay. All right, so if, let's say that wasn't it. And then sincerely, this fairy tale was crafted. Why?
0: You know, sometimes it's just the the way you wake up in the morning and you're you're saying there's a chance mood. I don't know. Okay, all right, I get it. Okay. I mean I I mean I'm not
1: I've been a Detroit Lions fan since nineteen eighty three. I okay I told I get you. If if that's where you're at, then okay. I then you know what? Forgive me. We all have those moments of weakness when we need to believe something more meaningful and higher is happening to explain all of the dumb and, as a going on forty year Detroit Lion fan, I totally understand that just, that basic yeah. that basic instinct.
0: just remember from the beginning, and we all agree I, I, the three of us laughing about it. I remember this distinctly when you, the, the, the- and before Trump act, he had won, but he hadn't become president yet, and we laughed at the notion of uh Ivanka and Jared running his White House, like no way, this never happened well, yeah, look. It happened. You I remember can't, saying yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, I did it myself. You can, I know that we, so you can't. You know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to cut
2: myself right yeah. here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: No magnanimity going on at all. Ben Barker says top five Michigan football moments post bow. Michigan Notre Dame first night game. I could
1: buy that. You bet. Phenomenal game. It's an all timer. And given the history of the occasion, yeah, I could buy that. Sure. I don't care.
2: Number four, Henny to Mario, M- Mario, Mario, Mario over Penn Mandiam.
1: State. I mean, I'm going to sell. That was a great moment, but, you know, Michigan only, you know, went seven and five that
2: year. I'm going to sell on that one. I don't care. Number three, Desmond catch against Notre Dame. Oh, absolutely. That belongs on
1: the list. You bet. Yeah. That's, you know, one of the most iconic plays in recent college football history. You bet. I
2: don't care. Number two, Charles Woodson punt return. I mean,
1: yeah, absolutely. That belongs on the list too. i I put Desmond's catch ahead of that because of, but, but yeah, given the magnitude of that game though, I get it. So bye. Yeah.
0: Let me go back one. I should say I can't be better. We're talking about two great Packers here. So.
1: I love how I you ordered care. this. That you brought this one in specifically yeah. after you probably knew that that previous proposition was going to break me. Yep. So thank you that's, for thank, that's. You that's me.
2: what I did. Thank you for picking me back up. <laughs> I'm capable of that level of planning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one, Desmond with the pose. I mean, it's it's
1: it's arguably the most iconic moment in the in the television era of college football. It's certainly in that conversation. So no, yeah,
0: I don't know. Can't think of what else it would be. I mean, Flutie to Phelan, but it's, I mean,
1: we'd be in a class like that, but there's one obvious one you missed. It was just last November in the snow beating Ohio state. That's on the list. Get rid of the, you know, the catch winning a game that was otherwise meaningless in a seven and five season and put, um, you know, like Hassan Haskins scoring his fifth touchdown or Aiden Hutchinson ending the game on a sack, put that in, 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 on your list. And the rest of your list is, uh, pretty go blue. So thank you.
2: Next, we go to Flora Buttercup, who says if Trump flips his message on the jabs, he's going to be the 2024 nominee, no matter how DeSantis is currently polling. Oh, I will assuming, buy that. Assuming we make it that far. I will
1: buy that. Yeah, I could buy that for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: yeah. it's his most obvious weakness. Now, I I, I think you should, I, I should say this. DeSantis is going to have enough of a base. So... I have a, a friend of mine who's a hardcore DeSantis guy, and and is privately telling me I'm way too broken by how Trump kicked our ass on the cruise campaign, and I just can't objectively see this. Do you? Let me start start with that point. Do you guys think there might be some legitimacy to that? Can't objectively see what the the that DeSantis's path that the, that, uh, the, that Trump is not unbeatable. Okay, what okay. a mighty fortress is our. I Trump. mean,
0: theoretically, for the purpose of whatever you're going to say, oh. Mate. okay. I doubt it, but maybe okay. It's so n- I sit next to you every day. He doesn't okay. So here's okay. A, here, here's
1: the points though that he makes. A, Rush God rest his soul has passed. So the idea that there will be a show on seven hundred radio stations with such a um, uh, that carries that level of magnitude, carrying water for Trump every day, like there was during that primary cycle, that's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Um, remember when I said what, what, the three things I learned from, uh, from the cruise campaign he, he ran this back at me you said Steve the three things you learned from the cruise campaign is you guys could have all the money and you had a ton of it you could have all the organization and you had the best of it but if you didn't have Fox Drudge and Rush you were doomed he's right yeah. about that I did say that right I mean I made that point a lot of times after that primary right well Drudge is irrelevant on the right these days he's not a relevant figure on the right so throw that out Rush has passed away and so there and there is no there is no show that is tailored to the right that even comes close to stepping into that vortex.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: OK, so that that's not there. If, and remember, Joe, this he actually told me this a few weeks ago. That's before Joe Rogan did the interview with Gina Carano yesterday. Where he all but endorsed Ron DeSantis for president. So Rogan has Rush Limbaugh type of listening numbers. Now, they're not, you know, almost exclusively made up of Republican primary voters. Right. Yeah. A- but but it's a far more eclectic group. But we are talking about he's got Rush Limbaugh kind of listening numbers. Rogan does. So Rush is no longer here. You know, God rest his soul. Drudge has self exiled by his own sellout, and that leaves us with Fox. Well, there are going to be shows on Fox, including the most watched one, that are going to be very pro Desantis. Not I don't think the network will be as a whole, but but. You know, I mean, if you were if you were Ron DeSantis, would you rather have Tucker Carlson with your support or every other show on Fox with your support? I'd rather have
0: Tucker. Yeah, Tucker.
1: Okay. so his point is, even before we get to Joe Rogan endorsing DeSantis yesterday, his point has been to me the the inherent advantages that Trump walked into. Uh, uh systematically Damn. won't exist. You're also not building a national campaign from nothing like you had to do on the cruise campaign because DeSantis is starting from a even the poll out today that had him losing to Trump, you know, by 28 points in the in the political poll, he's still polling like 23%. I think that was the best we ever did in a national primary poll in the cruise campaign as we could we as we got like into the low 20s once. All right. And so his point is you're not even starting from the same kind of baseline. What do you think? Does he have any points, this buddy of mine who's all in for yeah. DeSantis already? Yeah.
0: He has points for a conversation, of course. Okay.
2: So then, with that in mind, Aaron, reread this proposition to me. Okay? If Trump flips his message on the jabs, he's going to be the 2024 nominee, no matter how DeSantis is currently polling.
0: See, I sell. You'll sell? Because it's, it's not just flipping the message, it's how you do it. And you've actually, I think... I can't remember if it's on air, or off air, but I'm almost certain you said this at some point within the last couple of months. If he suddenly flips his position, but doesn't do it effectively, it opens it up for Desantis. Like, what the hell, man? What we, you, oh, you know, the, our governor's over here. We're relying on you to do this job. Uh, you're being pretty flaky about this. You were pretty strident about it. Now now you're flipping. Is it just for political expediency? Mm-hmm. That opens up a door for DeSantis. Uh, quite, and it, a lot of other people are going to be one uh, who aren't named DeSantis. If he doesn't do it well, if he doesn't name names, if, if he doesn't like remember sweet cakes for Melissa. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I'm not a great guy on marriage but I know business and this is wrong. Go there that give them the money. Say, we're going to fight against this kind of stuff. If he goes against the jabs and said, listen, I believed in this vaccine. I went to the mattresses for it. And now I've looked into some things and you need to know what I've found. And he 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 so if it's that yes, statement if it's that that's different
1: if it's i'm pro vax, but we shouldn't have any mandates, you know, that's, not, that, good that's not good that's not good that's old Donald Trump that
0: got us in the okay. same damn mess we're always in all right him. so
1: that i will have the same answer if if it's if it's the first um uh you know oh deflection pop some corn man. then popcorn and <laughs> let's just go ahead and skip right to the general and save us all some time if it is the other one, then it's on yeah yeah we'll see you in Iowa, New Hampshire, right okay. Good answer, Todd. Thank you.
2: Next, we will go to Res Ipsa Locator, who says you cannot be a true Christian or practical Catholic for Todd and I and believe in or support abortion.
1: I would agree. Yeah. I, I, I would agree. Yeah, I, I. Christianity ultimately is about God offering his son himself in human form up as a sacrifice for others. Abortion is about offering your sons and daughters up as a sacrifice for you. I I mean, short of literally announcing to the public, I am God, worship me. Nothing gets you closer to original sin and Genesis 3 than that. You are literally this is, you are literally manifesting a doctrine of demons you're putting yourself in um, upon god's throne you are determining who lives and dies for your own personal convenience you are making the case that you alone are qualified to pronounce value upon a human life before it's even had a chance to realize any of its potential I, i i mean i i can't there are very few things you can do Without obviously getting into crazy like stuff like you know become literally Hitler or a serial killer the kinds of stuff that the vast majority of people even in total depraved states aren't you know tempted to become. Mm-hmm. Do I have to say things like that? Aren't they kind of obvious?
0: Okay. I think you. I have said to say things yes. like that.
1: All right. So then I'm glad I did. <laughs> yes. All right. So aside from I'm I'm a sociopath and I literally became Hugo Chavez or uh, Ted Bundy. All right. The, the kind of sinfulness that, that regular non-sociopathic in our right mind people are tempted with. There are few things you can do that more closely get you to the heart of darkness than that. God says, I will offer up my own son for your sinfulness. You say, I will offer up my unborn son and daughter because of my sinfulness. I mean, I just, that's, that's pure anathema since we used the Catholic, we, we said the word Catholic there in the uh-huh. answer. That's antithetical to Christianity at, at the root. So, absolutely. Let's mix in a word here about our friends as we are seeing businesses now say, hey, they'll pay for your, uh, we we would much rather pay for you to spend a few grand killing your kid than, you know, all kinds of maternity leave and adding them to our health insurance. Uh, So we've got businesses doing that now. Another reminder of the need to build what Matthew Peterson was talking about in our show yesterday, the parallel economy and this is what our friends at public sq public square this is what they're trying to do so download the public sq app today it's available in your apple app store or your google play store and help us to start building a network of businesses that share your values all over the country so that anywhere you travel to or live you have options of where to spend your money and if you want to be one of those businesses Uh, You can create a free account and also learn about how to list your business there for free as well. Again, what you're looking for today, the app you're looking for, Public SQ is what it is called. That's Public SQ, available both in the Google Play and Apple App Store today. Just download it, Public SQ
2: next up i think this one's pretty interesting eagle flight says if roe v wade was one of the spirit of the ages horcruxes <laughs>
1: nice reference. here
2: are the other six number one obergefell uh bye mm-hmm. yeah number two covid vaccines mm-hmm. or uh, big pharma yeah bye yeah number three big tech yeah yeah number four public education yeah uh, that's the og yep yes Number five, the administrative
1: state by yeah. take things out of the impulses and accountability of the people and yep. have them all administered beyond, uh, you know, the voting process. Yeah. Number six, Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, that's Man,
0: a that's list. a
2: good list. That's a really good list. Mm-hmm. Is there anything I couldn't think of it, anything that would rise to those categories? Was there anything that's not on there that should be
1: even if there some people might say, well, what's going on in the military or watered down church? I, I think those things are the results of the success of that list, meaning that they're reacting to those are those are lagging cultural indicators that are reacting to these trailblazing events yeah. that he's citing. So I think they're I think those are the symptoms. Those other things would be symptomatic; they would not be um, the the cause of the diseases, the
2: pathogen itself. Good yeah. list, Eagle Flight. Well done, Caleb. F. FF- yeah,
1: good. Did a great job. Uh, with uh, Hell's Greatest Hits. Yep. Phenomenal.
2: Yep. Yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> Caleb FF Champ uh, Hamer says the events of the last two weeks will lead to record midterm turnout.
1: I think we were heading that way anyway, but if he is saying that now the Democratic base will be more energized in like really blue states, do you think that's what he means?
2: Maybe. I okay. don't think the answer is any different though.
1: But yeah. I, but I, I think we were heading that way I'm selling. already, so I'm going to sell.
2: Next, we go to Sean Griffiths with all the cows dying and food processing plants going up in flames. It's time to accept the fact that we're going to have to eat the bugs. It's the top 10 (laughs) list of bug rebranded food items.
0: I hate you, Sean.
1: French flies. This is the guy that always does this to us, isn't
2: it? Yep. Him and that Alexander Rogers guys are always
1: nut punching me. Stop. (laughs) All right. You guys need to stop this. Uh, French flies. Get out. I hate Mm. it already. Yeah. Yeah, I'm selling everything. <laughs> sell, 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 sell. I, just, <laughs> I will not eat the bugs, Klaus.
2: No, reminds me. This reminds me. I remember many years ago going to visit one of my brothers in college in Chicago. And I think he took us to the I think it was a Thai restaurant or something like that. And uh, one of the dishes was fried rice. And of course the the R's and the L's kind of get mixed up with the the learning it was always flied lice, and I'm like I was freaked out because I was a little kid. I'm like, what where the heck did we where the heck did you take us, Mark? Um next, cinnamon thorax crunch. Oh my yep. gosh. Cell. So. Uh chilies, baby back grubs.
0: <laughs> no. Just get through the dust Aaron. So
2: let's just get through this. Kentucky fried chickers. <laughs> uh tick tax t-i-c-k yeah yeah, yeah, get out this one's not a bug dairy queen frozen lizards yeah but yeah wendy's bugginator you buy that that sounds good i
0: buy it all it makes me sad i'm buying it
2: mcdonald's quarter pounder with fleas Mm -hmm. (laughs) crick filet home of the original cricket sandwich (laughs) aunt jemima makes a comeback rebranded aunt jemima A-N-T instead of A-U-N-T.
0: Did you see that- Just
2: delectable.
0: One and all. In Netherlands, they just closed down like 30% of the uh, beef ranches and around there. and Even in the Netherlands, the protesters were out there like hitting government trucks with like hammers in protest. I mean, Netherlands not known like as a conservative stalwart over there, but uh, they're like, yeah, we're, we're- bugs you're yeah they're gonna yes everybody wake up the worst case scenario it's right around that corner over there so
1: sam neill of course making a comeback in the new jurassic park film right yeah okay one of his very first starring roles you guys know my all-time favorite horror movie is the omen yeah all right and that's the Antichrist as as a small child. Yeah. And then there is a sequel that is also very good, just not quite in the same class. Damien the Omen two, and now the Antichrist is on the brink of becoming a teenager. Okay. There there a lot of people didn't see it, but there there this was made into a trilogy, and there is a third film called the Final Conflict. It's one of the first starring roles Sam Neill ever had, and he played an adult Damien. Okay. And now he takes over Thorn Industries from his uncle, and he's in control. And, and so this movie came out in 1980, so over 40 years ago. Go back and watch. The movie's not as good as its two predecessors. Nowhere near the class of the first one, and it's not even as good as the second. But here's what's fascinating when you watch this. The way that Damien initiates the Antichrist kingdom into the world, guys, is... They end up taking control of the world's food supply. They end up buying all of these lands in third world countries. They start there and they start instead uh, creating genetically modified food. Um, and so the, those countries, he basically owns them and they, and they owe their food base their supply chain to him to to loyalty to him. And now, and then he wants to expand it into the European and the more industrialized nations. He takes control of the food supply. And there's all these like freak accidents to like these farm, you know, compounds and in these countries that no one can explain that opens it up for him to buy the land. I'm not making any of this up guys. It's real quiet in here right now. That is the freaking plot line of the movie guys. Go watch it. It's on every streaming service. That is the plot line. That's the MacGuffin that Damien uses as an adult, as head of Thorne Industries, this international conglomerate. That is the MacGuffin he uses to usher in his his Antichrist reign over
0: the earth. I don't need to watch it. It's happening right now. It is freaking creepy, man. That movie's 42 years old. Netflix and chill, guys. (laughs) It's okay. Oh. That's a Independence Day family movie night. Did Your they... kids
1: will be like, "I thought you said we were gonna watch the news."
0: Lucky was right. You were made to be ruled.
2: As long as Chili's, uh, Chili's baby back grubs have electrolytes, I think we'll be fine. That's just my new pat answer for everything, because everything is stupid. Uh, Jackie Corbin responding to the Elmo tweet yesterday. Uh, Elmo said le- uh, yesterday, Elmo got the COVID vaccine today, just like Elmo's mommy and daddy. Elmo's daddy had a lot of questions, but Elmo's doctor said the vaccine would help keep Elmo happy and healthy. And all of uh, Elmo's friends and family, too. Hashtag caring for each other. That was Elmo's tweet. Jackie Corbin's submission is the next Sesame Street episode will be Elmo gets an abortion. Yes. Mm.
0: Now, Jackie You You know what time it is. Yeah, you're playing the right game.
1: Although if they're telling the truth, the next episode will be Elmo has an irregular
2: heartbeat. (laughs) Yep. Like uh, Daniel said, uh, sudden Elmo death syndrome. Did he say that? (laughs) Elmo's ovaries are drying up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sudden Elmo death syndrome.
1: (laughs) Seds. And here's the thing with Daniel, he didn't intend that to be humorous at all. Like, it's totally humorless. (laughs) That is just, that's his just in your face political content without an intent to be humorous, which is what makes it so funny, is that he just means it to be a punch to the face when it's supposed to be a joke. That's what's so great about it. (laughs)
0: It's like in Better Off kid. sorry your mom blew up, Ricky. Yes. Sorry about your ovaries, Elmo. Uh, like when Lisa walks up to uh, Homer
1: when he's suing the fish fry for all you can eat, yeah. but they kicked him out for eating too much. Good luck with your trumped up lawsuit, Dad. <laughs> Oh, great. All uh, that's right. it. We will have more buy seller hold in the uh, overtime today for Blaze TV subscribers. BlazeTV.com slash DACE is where you can go later today to watch that overtime. And it's also where you can go to subscribe to Blaze TV just 10 bucks a month when you go to BlazeTV.com slash DACE. Speaking of the aforementioned Daniel Horowitz, he will be joining us here in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. If you are a snacker, I've got good news for you because now you can get to a snack that is good for you, healthy, and is one of the best tasting snacks you've ever had. They're called Built Bars. They are the greatest protein bar of all time. So many great flavors to choose from. The number one in my power ratings, Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough Chunk, is returning soon. Got email notification about that. The The new Mud Pie, the previously new one before that, Brownie batter. Absolutely, these are phenomenal. You won't believe, you look at the label, and you'll be like, there's no way this is 140 calories. No way, this is only 160 calories. But they are packed with flavor, all covered in real chocolate, loaded with protein, but not loaded up with the carbs, the calories, the sugar grams that you're trying to avoid. You don't have to choose between your sweet tooth and health any longer with Bilt Bar. Get 15% off right now when you use my last name, Dace, as your promo code, D-E-A-C-E when you head over to built.com that's their website for built bar built.com promo code DACE to get 15% off let's welcome in the weekly profit of woe and lamentation daniel horowitz it is good to see you my friend and if you're not you know if you if you don't listen to daniel's podcast you you are missing out i mean it is it's basically everything you get here it's just i don't interrupt him and it's 30 to 60 minutes of straight woe and lamentation, where Daniel segues between topics by dropping truly disgusting. <laughs> all right, that's that's how he s- segues between topics. So,
3: right. so that's a pretty adequate description of your podcast, don't you think, Daniel? You know, you got to do something for the blood clotting. So I figure you get it kind of moving in my show and, you know, maybe it's a good anticoagulant. There you go. There you go anticoagulant
1: humor you'll only find it on daniel horowitz's podcast daniel is the science yes um he is the (laughs) i am the anticoagulant and and you know what since todd went there because i didn't get a chance to bring this up at the top of the show i did not intend to talk about this but brother we have to address last week it was anthony fauci i'm feeling totally fine mild symptoms despite my four jabs and i'm on Paxlovid. This week, it's well, I'm after taking Paxlovid, the symptoms are for my COVID are back. I, I just I have to give you a moment to comment on that.
3: Steve, there's no way statistically this is possible to happen by accident that everything they do, every last thing they do, there was a New York Times article recently that the plexiglass might have made it worse too. Every last thing they did from beginning to end had negative efficacy. It makes it come back. Mm. I mean, folks, this is unbelievable. And, and you know, you could just get it like water for free at pharmacies, whereas now they're gunning for uh, they're gunning to take hydroxychloroquine off the market. Now they, they claim it destroys your heart, even for rheumatoid arthritis and everything. Um, I mean, yeah, th- this is this is the time we're living in. And it's just it's just a affirmation that it works, Steve. I mean, the more you inject, the more you infect and it just works i mean it's got to be working it leaves what I is the Paxlovid leaves a metallic taste in your mouth for a while so i guess it's working <laughs> you know the heavy metals you know <laughs> no harm there <laughs> just in case you got a placebo from the shot you know? <laughs> play cleanup there you know look you gotta have fun with this stuff <laughs>
0: Like, so you get, you, get, you get a filling, is what you're saying. It's like getting a filling in your teeth you get, it, it, it kills two birds with one stone, literally. Right? This is Abbott and Costello. We need to take this to Vegas. This is gold, Jerry. <laughs> oh, let, let,
1: let's, let's contemplate a very scary thought. It is actually working. Looking at birth rates in Germany, Switzerland, Shanghai. It is working. Have you con- have, have, have you considered that one, my friend? I, I know that you have, that it is a- actually, this is all working exactly as they intended.
3: I mean, the New England Journal of Medicine just came out with a paper that global warming is causing more fertility problems. So, I mean, it's kind of shadowing the young people could also get blood clots, strokes right. and sudden heart attacks. So, you know, the global warming could do that as well. Um, So I guess global warming could do a lot of different things. I mean, Steve, it's doing that. And it's also, again, the more you inject, the more you infect. I mean, you got to give them credit that they create a circuitous market for their product. That the more they do it, the more it's impossible to achieve immunity because you can get it multiple times then. And then there's more of a clamor to need more of it. And then the more you need it the fewer guardrails regulatory guardrails that they place on them so i mean it's just a free for all right now here's the thing pfizer has broken the last tackle okay there is no backstop there's no safety to what they're doing there is nothing at this point that pfizer could produce and there's no information we could uh, come up with to demonstrate negative efficacy potentially destroy every bit of your body it doesn't matter we will not move off the military mandate much less pull it from the market and you know what to this day we still have the same number of senators willing to talk about it and there's none that aren't named ron johnson
1: so along those lines, what I did want to talk to you about today is something I did discuss at the top of the show. Everybody focused on this soap opera yesterday and this Cassidy chick, who a name I'd never heard of, and I, I, I don't care. I have, I just, I could not care less. I, I just don't care. Which means that I know you care even less than that. But at the same time, this is all going on. Here's what we imagine: if many of our peers in quote unquote conservative media clamored this hard for the client list for Ghislaine Maxwell, for example. Or here's another thing going on. You mentioned the military mandate. They are set to purge tens of thousands of enlistees, maybe as soon as today. It's a clear violation of the UCMJ. This is an experimental injection. They're not allowed to do this to mandate it, Um, but they're going to do it anyway, because this isn't even about the jab This is a compliance test. They're testing the ultimate compliance of their soldiers. And, And so the soldiers that'll be the least inclined to shoot at people like us, if we dissent, they'll be purged and the soldiers that would be the most inclined to just follow orders, they will remain. Tell me I'm wrong on that front. And at the same time that this is going on, on the very same day, we may have the FDA come in and decide we're just going to get rid of controlled group studies when it comes to whatever they want to do to us with COVID. We're just going to institutionalize quote COVID exceptionalism at this point. Or if we do do a control group, it'll be, it'll be, we'll inject people with the, with the, the the for the old variant which is a little bit like me saying i'm gonna do a study on how popular i am and i'm gonna to talk to people right now who love me right now and then my control group are people who have loved me for a long time and i'm gonna then re- publish a report that says everybody loves me here are the here's the data and it's randomly controlled that's essentially what's going on with the fda and the military or am i wrong
3: well well, well steve what you're saying broadly p- first politically is that you can never win a boxing match if you decide you're not going to punch. It's not just offense, but it's defense because even if you're good at ducking and, you know, bobbing and weaving out, you're going to get hit eventually. So Republicans will never draw attention to any of these issues. You know, obviously with insurrections, you have how how did they make the narrative about this when they had an attempted assassination on, on Kavanaugh. Well, it's the same way you had charges dropped against almost all the Antifa guys that shined lasers at the lights of federal agents in Portland. Um, the P- Portland prosecutors, the federal and state there, they dropped most of the charges. They never make an issue out of it. So, yeah, the narrative is going to be about whatever the left wants it to be about, even if the public is clamoring for change. So that's the political point. I mean, as far as the the vaccines and the shots and everything, I mean, Steve, you talk about my show yesterday. I did a special hour and a half with uh, Maddie DeGary uh, or the mother of Maddie DeGary, the patient zero vaccine injury. This was the first known Pfizer injury. And what we found out was that even for a trial participant, 12-year-old, perfectly Mm. healthy, within 24 hours, develops a neurodegenerative disease that basically made her paralyzed from her waist down and she cannot um, swallow. She needs a feeding tube. Her life's destroyed. Mm. Okay, And and this wasn't like the sudden adult death. This was – this was within 24 hours, in the trial. To this day, they never dealt with them, spoke with them. And to this day, you could look up the trial, the 12 to 15-year-old trial, and their case is not in there. Their injury is not in there. It's 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 accounted for under abdominal abdominal pain. That's it, hmm. a stomach ache. Um, it's not in there. They, they lied, they fabricated, they couldn't get them treatment. And no, and then even the non-cartel doctors wouldn't want to treat them because you can't bill insurance for a vaccine injury because you're not allowed to state that there's a vaccine injury. Um, that's how bad it is. They couldn't get a wheelchair for her for 10 months. Wow. Um, covered. Nothing. No compensation. No legal help. No medical help. At least you study it, right? Okay, well, you you signed up for the trial. And then, you know, Steve, I found out yesterday, and the mother didn't know this. I, I looked up the the malady. It's a it's a form of chronic inflammatory demyelation neuropathy. And you know that Pfizer document, the thirty-eight page document, where we know as late, no later than February twenty twenty, they knew of twelve hundred deaths and and nine pages worth of over a thousand very nasty maladies. This one was on there. It's I mean this is kind of like Steve. If you picture Guillain-Barre and Bell's palsy, this is like the pancreatic cancer version of it. This is like that on steroids, Mm -hmm. really rare and really nasty. It was in there. They knew about it. It's right there. But you know what? Pfizer's not even fighting the document dump anymore. They don't care. It doesn't matter if we find this stuff. So a couple of us nerds on Twitter will pass it around and talk to each other. It doesn't go anywhere. There's literally nothing that could come out about those shots that will matter at this point.
1: I don't know how to follow that. I mean, I don't I, I don't know how to follow that. It is It is creating a unique political coalition. So if you're looking for some silver lining, yeah, it is doing that,
3: right? It's, it's not right and left. It's not liberal and conservative. It's people who understand that the institutions of this country, they're not broken. They were broken a long time ago. Then they were taken over. Now they're not broken. We need to break them. They're working very – they're a very well-oiled machine. And this is what and, – and I'm just going to pick out a random name not to pick on – one particular person but it just comes to mind andy mccarthy right he's bought hook line and sinker into the january 6th thing i just saw a column from him on the cassidy whatever her name is stuff and it's because in i know in his heart of hearts he cannot understand that the fbi is the new al-qaeda and he'll never be able to believe that and at some point we reached an inflection point where either you have to believe that or you start buying their lies because there's no middle ground, mm-hmm. and some of the conservatives of yesteryear have went in that direction. Whereas your, you know, Naomi Wolf's, RFK Jr.'s, people like that, and even Bill Maher to a certain extent, and certain Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, they're like, our government's the problem. They are the enemy. Our federal government, and we need to adjust our politics accordingly.
1: Hmm. Good stuff, my friend. Always good to see you. All right, take care. Take Don't care. Hey, we'll Happy see you tomorrow on the Glenn Beck Show.
3: Oh, that's right. All right, Looking so we'll see it. you then. All
1: right, thank you. Uh, Daniel, brought to you by Rough Greens. If you're a dog owner, then you know taking care of your pet means more than just giving it food and water. It's a vital part of your family, so its health and happiness is important to you. That's why you want to make sure your pet gets all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients it needs, because chances are it's not getting that from its food. A lot of that stuff, just like with the human food, that's why we take so many supplements these days. Same thing with our pets. A lot of that is just stripped right before it ever leaves the factory. So it is fit for long shelf life mass distribution. And that's why you're looking for Rough grains. It is finally the supplement for your puppy. It's the powder that you mix in with your pet's food. And you restore a lot of the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients missing from its current diet. But... You might be wondering, what if my pet doesn't like the taste or it doesn't really make a difference and I wasted a bunch of money? Well, we don't want you to do that. So we'll give you the first 14-day Jumpstart bag for free. It's on us to see if you don't see a difference in your pet in two weeks or less. We ask you to pay for the shipping because you're more inclined to use it if you have a little skin in the game as well. All right, if you want to take advantage of this offer, roughgreens.com, our dog Cap, loves this stuff. Roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F is how they spell it or call them at 833-ROUGH-DOG. Reaction to the conversation we just had with Daniel.
0: Well, Daniel's uh, pessimism about even with the document dump, they don't care. Again, this this goes hand in hand with my notions of uh, our comfort that is turned us into crack addicts. I call it, it, it is the equivalent. It's no different than going down on the, the corner. You just need your fix uh there it's really interesting to hear guys like him and and steve who uh, i'm not claiming they're anti-vaxxers now i hold that label for myself but have come on this path during covid I th- and daniel's frustration with them not doing anything was where i was before covid with most pharma things. i knew no matter how much i talked about it for most people right left or center is just like i I got other things. And it's, it, there are there were other things. But even now, in the face of everything we know, for the exact same psychological dilemma to ex- exist, verifies, if nothing else, that this is, in fact, one of the greatest cults in all of human history. And it's, it, and it's got the smart set locked around its finger. With the people they've been waiting for, which are usually the people who fall for the cults, Aaron
2: and as we've often often said cults can't be reasoned with they can't be gotten along with eventually cults must end one way or the other one way or the other a lot of times cults will end themselves see Jonestown sometimes cults must be defeated forcefully see Japan World War II, but it is a cult, and you can't coexist with a cult, because fundamentally cults don't share reality with you, and it's just one prong, and as we discussed the other day, what's, what's most, uh, harrowing, I guess, the most, um, the most uh, I, I, daunting about this is that it seems to be bipartisan, meaning Republicans and Democrats alike believe in the magical power of the vaccine. The existing paradigms for something like Roe v. Wade don't exist in this space. So it's just up to enough of us critical thinkers. Maybe we can have uh, enough of a critical mass in order to affect to change, but that remains to be seen.
1: That'll do it for today's show. We will see you again on Friday. Remember, we're filling in for Glenn Beck tomorrow. So we'll see you in this time slot on Friday. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace
2: on the Blaze Radio Network.